There's something scary hiding in the back of your closet. Your bathing suits and summer clothes that you're pretty sure don't fit anymore. What if there was a way to get into summer shape in one visit? Here's Dr. Brian Strand for Sonobello to explain. It really is quite remarkable. Sonobello doctors use a technology called microlaser fat removal, and the results are amazing. We customize your procedure to accomplish your goals. Just share with us the problem areas where you'd like the fat in inches removed. And in one visit, they're gone. Permanently. I can't tell you how often I hear clients say how many years they've been trying to diet and exercise those inches away. And we did it in one comfortable visit. It's time to get your summer on. Visit any of our Sonobella locations across the U.S. And right now, you can save $250. Visit sonobello.com slash save. sonobello.com slash save. That's sonobello.com slash save. Our approach to commercial real estate won't fit in a six-second ad. CBRE. Calling all detectives. Where there's a will, there's a way. But I once had a case of a will that pointed the wrong way. That is the situation on this page from my casebook. The casebook of Jerry Browning, private detective. A private detective like me, Jerry Browning, generally knows when somebody is talking through his hat. I saw this hat before I saw its owner. It was an antique derby thrust by a shaking hand through my opened office door. I'm Simpson, Mr. Browning, butler to the late Mrs. Thaddeus Morgan. Do you know her name? I'll say I did. Mrs. Thaddeus Morgan was one of those leftovers from the Victorian era. An elderly lady whose fortune had been founded on buying up farmland where skyscrapers were later to be built. Very simple, if you were born long ago enough, and with good judgment. I gave Simpson the best chair to sit on, the one that didn't creak. What's the trouble, Mr. Simpson? I worked for Mrs. Morgan 32 years, Mr. Browning. The morning of the day she died, she asked me to witness a document. I assumed it was a new will, so naturally I did not read it. She then asked me to locate her two sons, Mr. Ted and young Richard. Neither of them is married. They both live at home, but were out at the time. Before they could return, it was too late. Mrs. Morgan had passed on. Okay. And what seems to be the trouble? Mr. Browning, I saw Mrs. Morgan put that will under her pillow, and it has not been seen since. Out of loyalty to her memory, I will pay you $500 to recover the will from whomever now has it. When the wealthy Mrs. Thaddeus Morgan died, her butler hired me to recover a missing will. Driving back to the Morgan home with Stinson, I asked a few questions. In whose favor was the new will drawn? I'm sorry, sir, I didn't read it. What about the old will? In whose favor was that one? Except for some charities and gifts to our servants, everything was evenly divided between our two sons, Ted and Richard. However, Mr. Ted is being, well, in some escapades. Mrs. Morgan quite recently threatened to cut him out of her will. We met Richard Morgan as we entered the house. He was waving a folded piece of paper. Miss Simpson, Mother's new will. I found it in the trash barrel. It must have fallen from a pillow into the wastebasket. I introduced myself, took the will, and glanced over it. 
It was handwritten in an angular spidery scrawl and bore the names of Simpson and Mrs. Morgan's nurse as witnesses. I turned to Richard. Have you read the terms of this will? Richard made a wry face. Yes, I read it. I'm left $10,000. The balance goes to my brother, Ted. But Simpson told me... I mean, I understand your mother didn't approve of Ted. Threatened to disinherit him. Richard shrugged. I guess that was just a way of keeping him in line. Simpson gulped, looked at me unhappily. I gave him the will. Mr. Simpson, since the will has been recovered, you obviously don't need my services, and you don't owe me anything. Bye, Mr. Morgan. That should have been the end. Actually, it was only the beginning. An hour later, Simpson called me back. He was practically incoherent with excitement. Mr. Browning, that will, there's a forgery. My signature is for it, so is Mrs. Morgan and the nurses. I want you to find out who did it. Please come here at once. This time, both brothers were at the Morgan house. Ted, the one who stood to gain by the new will, came up to me. Look, Mr. Browning, I don't know what this is all about. I didn't expect to get anything for my mother's will, but if she did leave the money to me, then I intend to defend my right to it. You'll get that chance, Ted. In court. George Barry was the lawyer Richard Morgan hired to prove the will of forgery. And in court... Mr. Simpson, I ask you to look at this document bearing your signature. Is this, in fact, your signature? It is not. That is a forgery. I saw Ted Morgan sitting up front and listening. His face stony as a whole parade that expert witnesses denounced the will as a clumsy forgery. And the family physician was called to the stand. Doctor, do you believe there was anything strange or suspicious about Mrs. Morgan's death? It was a question everybody had been waiting for. The doctor glared at the lawyer. There certainly was not. Mrs. Morgan's death was the result of a heart condition for which she had been treated over a long period of years. That was the high point of the case, and it turned out to be an anticlimax. Thereafter, the trial droned on to its inevitable conclusion. The new will was declared invalid, and the old will, the one that divided the estate equally between both brothers, was reinstated. But as the judge handed down his decision, The court takes cognizance of the fact that a forged will cannot exist without a forger and recommends to the district attorney that appropriate action be taken. This court is adjourned. I was right behind Ted Morgan as he walked alone and defeated out of the courtroom. And in the corridor... Mr. Morgan, I have here a warrant for your arrest and a charge of forgery. Huh? My job was finished. I'd earned my money. But I wasn't happy. Ted Morgan had never impressed me as a fool. Yet only a fool could have hoped to get away with such a forgery. One that involved a completely handwritten document and the signatures of two other people. The more I thought about it, the less sense it made. And later that afternoon, at the bank where Mrs. Morgan had kept her checking account, Mr. Browning, during the last year of Mrs. Morgan's illness, four checks with her signature forged came to the bank. I personally showed Mrs. Morgan the checks, and she instructed me to honor them, and to take no action whatever. Naturally, I respected her wishes. I see. Thank you very much. I found Richard Morgan in his room at home. What I was looking for was on the walls. A group of watercolor paintings signed with his name. Richard, you forged that will in your brother's favor. 
You're an artist, and you can do a fair job of forgery, especially a forgery that you wanted found out. You also forged your mother's signature to checks. She found out and made a new will in Ted's favor. You destroyed that one and made an identical copy of it, knowing that it would be invalidated and your brother arrested. He tried blustering, and when that failed, he was guilty of the forgeries, of course. The same handwriting experts who denounced the fake will also proved that only Richard could have witnessed. He was convicted on a long series of counts. Forgery, perjury, and wound up with ten years in which to think things over. Like I said, you can get away with a lot of phony talk. But when you put it on paper, you'd better be careful about whose name you sign. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Hello. Discover here to explain our cash back match. Here's how it works. We give you cash back for using your Discover card on the things you were going to buy anyway. Then we match that cash back in your first year. And that's why we call it Cashback Match. Now to recap and say cashback one more time. We match all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year automatically. Discover. Exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply.